KFGO is proud to present the Veterans Hour, an hour dedicated to those serving a higher calling, the latest on veterans affairs and stories of conspicuous gallantry above and beyond the call of duty. And now, the host of the Veterans Hour, commander of the Tri-States Veterans, a Navy man, Dave Rice. Thank you, Josh. Josh is running the boards here today at the KFGO studio for me. And I appreciate his efforts, and we appreciate KFGO for allowing us veterans to have this hour uh, once a month, typically on a Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock area. We kind of juggle them between baseball and football games. But we always get our hour in to talk about veterans' uh, events and causes. So we appreciate that time on the air. I'm going to start off today's show by reviewing some of the youth programs we interviewed folks last month on. And the reason is there's some deadlines coming up, and there are literally a couple hundred thousand dollars available to our students. And I uh, want to remind you of those opportunities. And then we're going to give you a sneak preview about our area Veterans Day events in the Fargo-Moorhead area. And we'll have a, refine them a bit and, and get them on the air Again, uh, the closer we come to Veterans Day. But we'll start off with talking about some of the uh, opportunities for our area youth. And I'll start off with uh, uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Last month, I interviewed uh, a John Hansen. He's a VFW member from Grand Forks. And he talked about a couple of the VFW programs. One was uh, Patriots Day, and that's a essay contest for middle school or junior high, I used to call them in school, uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. This is an essay competition where you write an essay between 300 and 400 words. And the topic is my pledge to our veterans. So these sixth, seventh, and eighth graders write an essay, three to 400 words, describing what their pledge is to our veterans. Now, these are judged at several different layers, levels. Start off at the post level. That's like, like a city like Mayville, North Dakota, or Bemidji, Minnesota. And by the way, the same rules, same opportunities are available nationwide. So we always recommend contact your local veterans organization. So the VFW Patriot Pen, 6th, 7th, 8th graders, is an essay. It starts off at the post level, your local city level. And the winners advance to a district competition. In our district here, that covers like a five-county area, a little bit tougher competition. And then the district winners move on to the state-level competitions, or we call it a state department competition. And then uh, every state in the nation sends their winners to national competition. The winner, overall winner at the national event, gets 
$5,000 stipend or scholarship uh, being selected. And there are monetary awards, stipend awards at the post, district, and department level. So it's just a great opportunity. You know, the experience is a great opportunity, but it also gives the students a chance to, to earn a little money for uh, schoolwork or college or whatever, you want, whatever they want to do with those stipends. And then there's the, also the VFW has a Voice of Democracy contest, and this is high school students competing. And uh, their theme this year is, why is the veteran important? Now, this is a, both a written and a recorded uh, essay. They record it and, and send in the competition to the com- competition, recorded like on a zip drive or something, and also a written copy of their essay. The essay has to be between minimum of three minutes, maximum of five minutes in length on the topic, why is a veteran important? So they too have competitions at the district, post district department and national levels. And this, the national winner receives something like a $30,000 scholarship made out to the college of their choice. And again, monetary awards, stipends along the way from those various levels of competition. Now, I wanted to cover those first because the deadline is fast approaching. The deadline is October 31st for these levels of competition. And you can get more information by going to on the website vfw.org. And there you can go to youth programs, or, uh, youth scholarship information, and get all the details, the specific rules for those levels of competition. And their entries are given to the local level. Everything's local here. And the rules are the same nationwide. But contact your local VFW. And if you don't know where that local VFW is, you can go to that website, vfw.org, find a post. And then you'll be able to find your closest post to your home. Okay. And these interviews, by the way, were pre-recorded or blogged on the KFGO webpage. Go to kfgo.com and click on blogs, and there you'll find the Veterans Hour. Click on that, and then you can listen to all these interviews. To make it a little bit easier, if you click on uh, the September KFGO recording or blog, uh, advance to the 13-minute increment. You can move the dial, so to speak. Go over to 13 minutes, and that's where the VFW interview begins. Then, the next interview I had last month was Wayne Wehrmugger from the American Legion, and uh, American Legion Post and Auxiliary. That recording is at the 22-minute level. Okay, the Legion has a, what they call an oratorical contest. It's a speech contest, and this is for grades 9 through 12, high school students. And the high school students can do an essay, a, writ, uh, a recorded speech on the USS Constitution, anything they want to say about the Constitution of the United States of America. Then that lasts for eight to 10 minutes. There are also an assigned topics. The Legion picks four different amendments to the Constitution, and at random, during the contest, one of those four are drawn out of a hat, and the student needs to spend three to five minutes talking about that specific amendment to that Constitution. 
Now, it sounds pretty uh, pretty tough, and it is, yeah, it is very challenging, at least it would be to me. But I uh, want to remind everybody that the local or the post and the district level, uh, the students are allowed to use notes. Once you get to the regional and department or state level, uh, no notes are allowed. But you can start off by using notes so you can get your feet wet that way. Uh, last year, I believe it was uh, the, the overall winner at the national level oratorical contest, American Legion, received $25,000. Second place, $22,500. Third place, 20000 And again, just like all these other competitions I'm going to talk about, there are various financial awards or stipends along the way from the local or the post, district, department, and national. And just like VFW, you can go to legion.org and get all the information on your oratorical contest. Now, that's, again, that's uh, American Legion, Auxiliary, and Post, just like the uh, VFW, AMVETS, they all have their auxiliaries. The last area I want to cover are, is what the AMVETS provide for our youth, and they have programs from kindergarten through the senior year of high school. Kindergarten through first grade have a coloring contest. Uh, you color the flag and then write something about the flag on the back of that coloring and uh, send that in to your local AMVETS. Grades two through five have a poster. The students make a poster and then uh, describe what does freedom look like. Draw a picture. What does freedom look like? And again, make some notes on the back of that. Uh, grades six through 12 have an essay contest and it depends on the grade. Every, uh, the higher the grade, the more lengthy the essay is. Uh, sixth grade essay is uh, 200 words or less. Seventh and eighth grade, 300 words or less. Ninth and 10th, 400 words or less. And 11th and 12th grades, 500 words or less. So writing an essay on <clears throat> what does freedom look like? So those are the three areas. And again, they're all local run, uh, start off with your local American Legion, VFW, or AMVETS post, and get that submitted. Uh, more information is on AMVETS.org, Legion.org, VFW.org, and the students are probably going to be able to find that easier than, than us adults, but the directions are out there, the opportunities are out there, and we hope you take advantage of them. Okay, then I'm also going to give you a quick sneak preview here about what's happening in our area on Veterans Day, which is on a Friday this year, Friday, November 11th. And again, check with your local organizations wherever you are. Around the Fargo-Moorhead area, the West Fargo VFW, on Veterans Day, November 11th, are going to have a flag-raising ceremony at 1045 in the morning. Uh, they have their local high school, West Fargo High School band, will be performing during the program. They have a program at 11 inside. Uh, later that night, 7 o'clock, the Red River Valley Veterans Band is going to be playing out there at the West Fargo VFW. The Fargo VFW and the Fargo American Legion are partnering. They're having stew at noon at the Fargo VFW downtown Fargo. Uh, 1 o'clock, the Red River Valley Band, Red River Valley Veterans Band, <laughs> concert band, is going to be there. And uh, VFW has a bake sale running from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and uh, Fargo VFW, in conjunction with Veterans Day, are celebrating their 90th birthday in the Fargo area. And there's going to be both American Legion and VFW 
membership information available. And bring your kids. They're going to have games for the kids in the basement area of the Fargo VFW. Harwood American Legion serving stew until noon. And uh, members get a free drink. Show them your card and get a free drink on the Fargo American, or Harwood American Legion and have some stew to go along with that. Moorhead American Legion, again, serving stew from noon until gone. Boy, if you like stew, Veterans Day is your day. Uh, One o'clock, you're going to have meat raffles. The Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band is going to be there at 3.30. They have a raffle drawing for the Fergus Falls Vets Home at 5 p.m. that afternoon. And there's all kinds of things going on at the uh, Moorhead American Legion. The Fargo-Moorhead Area Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 941, have a program at the Air Museum, Fargo Air Museum, at 11 o'clock on Veterans Day. Uh, The Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be there at 11. In fact, they might even be playing before the program. I'm not sure about that. And they're going to be serving coffee and cookies that morning uh, and have their program at 11 o'clock. Joe Wallivan is the best guest speaker. And the AMVEST will be there to fire the three-gun volley in a salute to our veterans. Speaking of the AMVEST, yeah, they're going to have SOS. Uh, We call that, well, I'll let you figure that out. Uh, They serve uh, like chipped beef on toast at 4 p.m. until gone. So go get some stew at a different location. Stop off at the AMVEST between 4 or 5 o'clock and and, uh, have some SOS. And, again, they're going to be at the Air Museum and and provide the color guard and the three-gone volley. Last, certainly not least, the Dilworth VFW. They, too, are serving stew and, uh, at 1 o'clock until gone, and the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be performing at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I mentioned the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band several times. They're busy. They have five different co- concerts, performances that day. 11 o'clock, Fargo Air Museum. 1 o'clock, Fargo VFW. 3.30, Moorhead American Legion, 5 o'clock, Dilworth VFW, 7 o'clock p.m., uh, West Fargo VFW. So if you're a concert uh, groupie, uh, you can follow them around town and listen to all those. I encourage you to go to their website. Go to Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band, abbreviated rrvvcb.org, and look at their schedule. And there's also a place there where you can make a donation to the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band. Their their logo, their goal in life is to promote patriotism through music, and they do a fantastic job of that. So I encourage you to check that out. Well, I think I'm probably overdue on my first section here, so we're going to go to a break here momentarily, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some honor flight activities that are coming up in the very near future. about you but i really like that show and that's a theme song from hogan's heralds good old colonel clank sergeant schultz and colonel hogan of course and his crew uh just a good uh good 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 uh good show regarding the military 
On the line uh, right now, I've got Lori Ezog. Lori is the Vice President of Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. And uh, Lori and I and a bunch of other dedicated uh, board of directors and volunteers, we just completed two honor flights to Washington, D.C. This, this fall, escorting about 200 of our veterans deserving of that trip to free trip to Washington, D.C. to see their memorials. And we're not done yet. We still got quite a waiting list. And what Lori is on the line for is to talk us talk about some of the future fundraisers we have scheduled, so we can uh, we can finance or you can finance those uh, trips to Washington D.C. Lori, thanks for coming online today. Well, thanks, Dave, for having me. You betcha. I'm going to let you go. You got a lot to talk about here, so why don't you uh, just let the community know uh, what the events are and where and when? Okay. So first off. Um, if any of you in the community go to the Red Hen over in Dilworth, for the months of October, um, November, and December, they're doing specials. And if you have, like, this month in October, the special is Chicken Alfredo, and then proceeds from that go to the Honor Flight. So we're really lucky that they chose us um, as one of their beneficiaries for that, and that goes on for three months. And uh, so if you can make it out to the Red Hen and have one of their good meals, and it'll benefit the Honor Flight. And then coming up next Saturday, October 22nd, we are having our Bowling for Veterans at Sunset Lanes in Moorhead. Um, it's a Halloween theme, so we encourage everybody to dress up. Um, I heard through the grapevine that the Sanderson sisters might make an appearance from Hocus Pocus. So you just never know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we have bowling. We're going to have a wonderful silent auction and um, a bake sale and um, all the proceeds go to the honor flight. And, you know, and, and coming up in November, we have kind of a packed weekend. The first Saturday in November, we have our first bingo, but very luckily that is sold out. So, and then after that, we'll be, um, a, it's called a Dying to Donate at the Red Hen on November 9th. We picked that day because it was close to Veterans Day, and they'll have a special uh, dinner that night. And it'll be 20% of the proceeds will go to the Honor Flight. So, um, Darren, that owns the Red Hen, is a veteran. And so he graciously has, like I said earlier, um, willing to help us out here. And then on November 12th at the American Legion in Moorhead, we're going to do what's called an afternoon with Myron Sommerfeld. He's really wanted to do like a little dance show and play his um, swing band and big band music. So for all of you that love that kind of music, it's November 12th from 1 to 5. And actually from 1 to 2.30, the Little River Concert Band not the Little River Band, but the Little River Concert Band, which is part of the Red River Valley Veterans Band, they're going to open for him. So they're playing Dave from 1 to 2.30. And then Myron will come on from 3 to 5. And it's at the American Legion in Moorhead, free will donation. Come in, enjoy some wonderful music, and all the proceeds will go to the Honor Flight. And then on um, November 26th, I know we got a lot, a lot of hockey fans out there. It's going to be our Jersey night at uh, Fargo Forest. So that's November 26th. Over Thanksgiving, it's, 
it's proven to be a really nice Saturday night for us. You know, after having Thanksgiving with the family, sometimes it's kind of nice to get out and um, go see a good hockey game. The first thousand people that come through the gates will get a pair of aviator glasses. We're kind of doing a Tom Cruise Maverick theme this year, so there's a lot of big surprises coming up. Um, we got a silent auction, and then we'll do the chuckle puck, and then at the end of the evening, we'll auction off the jerseys worn by the players. And the jerseys this year, Dave, are beautiful. They always design such wonderful jerseys for us. And then, you know, we're beginning to be Christmas, so um, we take a little break in December because, you know, there's so much going on with family and everything. And then we're going to hit it hard in January with uh, um, corn, or beanbag toss in January. Plus, at the end of the month is in January is my annual hot dish contest. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up, but we need to, we got to keep the ball rolling because we have like over 400 on the waiting list. So, yeah. We'll um, get them. We, we're very lucky to live in this patriotic and generous community to allow us to escort those veterans to D.C. You know, Dave, we had really two awesome trips in September was out of Grand Forks and October out of Fargo. And I, our whole board and all our volunteers cannot thank the service clubs enough because the donations keep coming. The service clubs keep putting on events for us. And, and then our businesses in town, they're willing to donate things for silent auctions. And, and it's just awesome. And, and all the people around here, they come to our events. They throw money in the donation jar. They buy our silent auction stuff. It all goes to a wonderful, wonderful um, cause for our, getting our veterans to D.C. So we want to thank all of you because we couldn't do it without all of you. Correct. So we just keep. You can go on our webpage, um, Veterans Honor Flight of um, NDMN.org, or Facebook, and you can follow. You know w- what events are coming up, and then just come on out and say hi. And then I, I cannot forget. In February, we have our Giving Hearts Day. So that um, it's an all-day event we have at the American Legion in Moorhead, and um, it's February 9th. And then Jamie and Bill from Frickston, last year they came and make. And made homemade donuts. I always call them grandma donuts, but they'll be there again doing that graciously for us. Derek from KFGO will be broadcasting. So it's it, we just have a whole bunch of wonderful things coming up. Very good. And if anybody, else, yeah, if anybody out there wants to put on an event, just let us know. Um, email us or or give us a call, and we'll come out. And we can sell our t-shirts, whatever you need. We're there to help. You betcha. And we got we got to run here, Lori. But the one thing I don't unless okay. I unless I missed it. But uh, Wild Rice Bar and Grill, they also do a meat raffle every couple of weeks. The next one is October 19th, then November 2nd, November 16th. And they've done that for a couple of right. years now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. We're very lucky to have Jeff run that. So, yep. yes, sorry about that. And, yeah, and that's like, awesome. And like Lori said, check us out on the website or Facebook. Keep track of us. Uh, check in and see what we're doing. And uh, hopefully you can participate in some of those events. Thank you, Lori. Thanks for coming on and sharing that information. Thanks, Dave. You bet. Okay, we'll break at the bottom of the hour here, and we're going to talk about the exchange or the store at the Fargo Air Guard and who's available, eligible to use it, and how do you get there?
serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. Okay, that is Brandy by the Looking Glass. And uh, Jeannie Broadbent is on the line. Uh, I don't think she serves a uh, hundred ships a day, but she does serve a lot of people. <laughs> the, how's that for a good intro? At the Fargo Air Guard, uh, and I believe uh, your title is manager there for the Fargo Air Guard Exchange. Yes, sir. I'm the facility manager for ACs at the base exchange. Okay, very good. Uh, okay, uh, Terry Richardson <laughs> and some of us were talking about this one day, like. Who's eligible to use that, and and how do you get there, and what do you have there? So I said, hey, I know the person to ask to come on and and do that. So why don't you give us a rundown, Jeannie, uh, what what your duties are there, and uh, who is eligible to use it, and then a little bit later we'll get into uh, what what's available to the veterans. Absolutely. Uh, so my title is facility manager. So I manage the BX. My job is input output cash management and just overall general uh, facility management is making sure that the doors stay open and the right products is in the doors and going out of the doors. And we do special orders for customers, um, maintaining uniforms and patches and badges and rank and um, blues for that matter. Uh, we have a lot of insignia there. And so that that's my job. I, um, I am exchange services for the families and the servicemen and women. So that is my job title in a sense. Okay, very um, good. And you're physically yeah. physically located on the air, air base, air guard? We are, yes. Uh, in the past, there used to be a gate entrance in the 19th area, 19th North Street area. And um, now the only entrance is on 32nd Avenue North. Okay. And um, uh, who, who is eligible to to use those facilities to make purchases there? Yes. So recently uh, it has changed a little bit uh, to what it used to be. But if you are a veteran of any sort um, and you have a VA card, that makes you eligible. So if you show your VA card, as simple as a VA card um, and a driver's license, when you get to the base gate, they will just run a quick background check to make sure that all is well federally and that you are allowed on base and you can come right on base to the BX. Very good. So you do not have to be a retired military. You just have to be a, a military retiree or a former military, a veteran who utilizes the VA for medical purposes to get that uh, VA card. Yes, sir. That is correct. I think that's the biggest misunderstanding um, of people thinking that they needed to have at one point been enlisted and or retired. So, okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so uh, when you when you when you go on Thirty Second Avenue, you drive on base. Uh, there's guards. They're going to stop you, and then you show them your VA card or driver's license, or what's the criteria getting in on the base? Yeah, if you have a military ID, a form of any sort, you give that to them with your driver's license. Because if you're driving on base, of course you have to have you know valid insurance and driver's license and such. Um, but if for instance, you don't drive anymore. You could have your own escort, and they will work that out the base for you as well. Oh, that's nice. Um, if, yeah, if for some reason uh, your, you know, like your acceptance to come through the gate hasn't been appropriately, um, you know, like like 
for example, we have vendors that come out there and they get contract badges, but while they're in the process of getting those contract badges, we can, as uh, contracted employees, escort people onto the base. So in that sense, we're kind of sponsoring you while you're there. So even if you run into a situation, you could always say, hey, I know Ms. Jean Broadbent, and could you call to see if, I mean, can she escort me? And they'll, I, they're so good at the gate, they'll, They'll give you all the information that you need for sure. Okay, very good. So, so I yeah. get, so I get to the exchange. Uh, w- what's there? What, what can I expect to find? Absolutely. Uh, what we have there is, uh, it's like I always describe it as, it's the gas station without the gasoline. Uh, we're currently in the process of getting some new things, like what we call a snack avenue. So, like hot roller grill food. Um, uh, which that will come extended hours for breakfast, lunch. Um, so that's incoming. That will be hot soup and coffees and roller grill products. But for now, what is available is uh, we have your typical 12 packs of soda, um, your gas station soda and beverages. We have a plethora of uh, liquor and beer options. Uh, we do price match that. So um, as long as it's not on sale and it's regular price somewhere else, it's if ours is more expensive, we will price match that. Uh, we do uh, monthly surveys to uh, make sure that we are in uh, cost control of everyone else in our local area, uh, making sure that our veterans are getting uh, the best deal possible. We also sell tobacco products. Currently, right now, federally, there's some changes that are happening with that, but nonetheless, we still have them. There are some uh, restrictions on, like, how many cartons or how many uh, rolls of chewing tobacco you can purchase at a time, but nonetheless, it is available. Uh, the benefit to all of these sales out there is that it is tax-free. Uh, we also have uh, souvenirs for Happy Hooligans 19th Wing um, week end at ending, we call it, a North Dakota Air Guard, uh, like sweatshirts, T-shirts, sweatpants, those kind of things, uh, shot glass water bottles. And then, of course, we have a technical section for our um, active servicemen and women where we maintain their uniforms and keep their rank patches and our Sigma um, up to date. Uh, we have a lot of retirees that come out and make their shadow boxes. So we have shadow boxes available and uh, ribbons and um, awards uh, that allow you to kind of display that for your family members if you so choose or if you're just making it for yourself maybe i don't know but um yeah and then we have the plethora of junk food opportunities (laughs) uh gas station food and then just a small little section of like um health and beauty so you know uh toothpaste shaving cream shaving um utensils and like uh paper plates that kind of stuff like so like a prod, like laundry soap, detergent, those kind of things. Okay, you mentioned a couple times a uh, gas station type <laughs> store, but do you actually have a gas station? Are we eligible to b- purchase gas on the base? We don't. We don't here in Fargo at Hector Field, but they okay. do in Grand Forks, and that is where they call that their express, um, the express gas station. And it it symbolizes, I mean, like it's, it's, we're a replica of that, but like I said, just without the gasoline. Okay, very good. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what you know, I would recommend if, if anybody's interested, 
get your ID ready or your VA card, go uh, go and take a look and see what they got. You know, it's, maybe it's not for everybody, but you never know. You might find something uh, that you're looking for or it might uh, yeah. be handy to you or whatever. Absolutely. And you could see a friendly face. I'll be out there. Uh, okay. Our store <laughs> hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to uh, 16.30. And then on uh, drill weekends, we are also open on Saturdays from 10 to 4. So we're there. Very good. <laughs> and Jeannie Broadband, she's not only the facility manager at the Air Guard, but she's a veteran supporter. She's a past uh, a VFW auxiliary president uh, Fargo, yeah. and she's done a lot of things for the VFW, a lot of things for our veterans and youth. So go out there and see Jeannie, take a look at the store and, and thank her for what she does for our veterans and youth. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, Commander Day Ranch. Thanks for all that you do, and thanks for being a part of my VFW family as well, and I look forward to seeing everybody. You bet. <laughs> Come on out. Okay, <laughs> let's go out there and take a look. Very good. Okay, we're going to take our final break, and when we're going to come back, we're going to talk about reefs across America at our National Fargo VA Cemetery. Okay, that is the theme song for the United States Air Force, and very fitting because we have Pamela Leith on the line right now, and she's the first lieutenant in the Civil Air Patrol, U.S. Air Force Auxiliary. And I'll let, uh, Pam, why don't you just take a minute and tell us a little bit of your job title uh, with the Civil Air Patrol and uh, a little bit of what you do for the Civil Air Patrol. Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, my, my name is First Lieutenant Leith. I am the Deputy Commander of the 119th ANG Cadet Squadron for Civil Air Patrol. Um, we have cadets starting at ages 12 and on and senior members at 18 and over if they're out of school. Um, we are an all-volunteer organization and, the, uh, and an auxiliary for the United States Air Force. So we utilize their uniform um, regulations and uh, it's just a fantastic volunteer program. Uh, we teach a lot of leadership and uh, good quality community skills to cadets. Well, very good. If there's any uh, students or parents or grandparents out there that uh, have an interest in that, uh, want to learn more, where, where can they go to get more information? The best resource would be to go to our um, squadron website. That's nd119.cap.gov. Okay. And I might ask you to repeat that when we're done with this interview. Sure. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, 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 First Lieutenant Leith and I serve also serve on the National Cemetery Volunteer Committee. And uh, one event that's coming up in December, and I'll let Pam give the date for that, is the the uh, placing of wreaths across America, placing wreaths on all our veterans' uh, tombstones out there, or grave mar markers. And uh, tell us a little bit about that and, and your volunteers that get involved? Well, four years ago, uh, when Fargo National Cemetery was just a, a very small thing, um, I was asked to serve as the location coordinator for the Reese Across America program. Uh, Reese Across America started in 1992 with Morrill Worcester, excuse me, he owned a Reese company in Harrington, Maine, and had grown up in the D.C. area with a great love for Arlington. 
So he decided to use surplus wreaths that year and place them out at Arlington National Cemetery. The first year, they laid 5,000 wreaths there. And since then, um, it has evolved and grown to wreath placement in all 50 states. I believe it was over 2 million wreaths that were placed last year at, in all 50 states with um, 3,100 participating locations across the country. Um, our cemetery has seen quite rapid growth. We were 58 wreaths the first year, and this year we expect to be well over 500. Okay, very good. And a lot of ours are uh, in the columbarium. Are there also wreaths there? Um, yep, we place wreaths all along there as well. Okay, very good. There's a wreath laid for, for every um, individual that's at the cemetery. Uh, the wreath across America's motto is to remember the fallen, honor those who've served, and teach our children the value of freedom. Um, they believe that when a soldier passes, he actually dies twice. It's on the date of death and on the date the last time their name is spoken. So each year, our cadets, along with lots of other community volunteers, go out and lay a wreath and speak the name of the fallen or the family member who's buried there. So that second time never occurs. It gives me goosebumps. It's something that is very dear to my heart for a program. Very good. That tugs at my heart as well. It's great great you're doing that, and your youth are, and volunteers are doing that as well. So wh- when does this normally take place? Well, it's in the heart of December, very near my birthday. Um, this year, it's December 17th at 11 a.m., and that's a, a national time. Every wreath is laid on that same hour and that same time. Um, we generally do a small program before or after, and because we're in glorious North Dakota, we tend to modify each year a bit based on the weather conditions for that day. So far, we've had one year of absolute freezing temperatures, one year of snow up to our waist, and one year of wind where we couldn't stand up straight. But we always get the job done, we always lay the wreaths, and we always do some format of program with that. Very good. No uh, limited space, or uh, do you welcome volunteers to go up there, just show up, or should they register with you, or how does that work? Well, there's a couple of different ways that people can register to volunteer. Um, my recommendation would be go to wreathsacrossamerica.org and search for um, our group, which would be the 119th Happy Hooligans Cadet Squadron. Um, that way, it's a twofold benefit because the sponsored wreaths there, if they can't attend, um, will help benefit our squadron. And they can also click on a link right there to volunteer, or they can go to our website, which I'll say it again, was nd119.cap.gov, and there'll be a link there too. I thought I had it up, but it'll go up today. So. Okay, very good. Uh Is there any cost to the National Cemetery, or how are these wreaths financed? Uh, The wreaths are purchased through sponsorship. They're $15 a piece, and there's a couple of different ways you can sponsor them. Um, If you go to the website and you click on the link to sponsor a wreath, there's a form to fill out. Individual wreaths are $15. You can sponsor two wreaths for $30 or five wreaths for $75 if you're a business or interested in sponsoring that way, Um, or as many as you'd like to. And then um, they're placed individually on the graves. At Fargo National Cemetery, we're not recognizing um, select locations. But if you're a family member and wish to place your wreath on your family member's site, definitely sign up to volunteer, and we'll make sure that you can place your family member's wreath. Okay, very good. Well, I'm glad you remembered that. Uh, Okay, well, thank you, uh, Pam. 
we look forward to going to that website and learning more about Reach Across America and the Civil Air Patrol's involvement. Uh, thank you for coming online. Absolutely. Again, thank you for having me. Okay, you bet. Okay, we're going to break here now. And, uh, oh, yep, we're going to break right after. Well, we're going to do our normal playing of taps and then salute off our, this month's show. And, again, we want to thank the KFGO Veterans Hour for letting us have this hour. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play, and I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times that taps have meant amen. When a flag is draped a coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands and wives, and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea, or unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. Thank you for listening, and please get involved with your local Veterans Day activities. Thank you.